strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, the whole gang was there with their mates getting crunk off that fucked up juice. Watching as the new Saiyans arrive to Earth, will they take a shot for Katie's birthday? Find out this week on Ballin' Out Super! <laughs> My birthday's in August, but okay. <laughs> Uh-oh, looks like it's early shots this year. Shots, 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 shots. 2020's looking messy, y'all. Yo, I I try to, you know, I read, I care about politics and being <laughs> PC, but I am from Long Island, and if you play shots by L-I-M-F-O, I will immediately shoot any liquid that's put in front of me. Like, just... I'll shoot any gun. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, That's is it L M F first bid? Is shots L M F A O? Yes, yes, it is. Is it featuring Lil John? Yes, Lil John is their friend, <laughs> <laughs> and he visits them to do shots. Hey, good for them for getting Lil John out of retirement. Let's introduce the show. <laughs> yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Balling Out Super. Super Quiet not to bother our wives edition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a wife. <laughs> well, thriving, thriving, thriving in the quarantine. You hear the, the loneliness in her voice, the desperation. <laughs> it's true. The way that she lives. I have plenty of people around, which is cool, but I am mad that the people who were horny at the beginning of this are no longer horny because they got sad. And you know what? That's real, but I've been sad and horny my whole life. It's called multitasking, yes. I don't bitches. Know where... It's multitasking. Well, you got to wear a lot of hats. I don't know where you're seeing an end of the horniness <laughs> going I mean, my on. my personal <laughs> horny well of the people yeah. who are being horny in my oh, general yeah, yeah, yeah. direction. I got it, Katie. <laughs> in, a, in a valuable way, <laughs> you mean. <laughs> We're talking about wearing a lot of hats. Hats that say podcaster. Hats that say come lord. <laughs> you gotta wear them all if you want to make it in this business. Anyway, I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. It's so good to be here uh, in the computer space. Hey, I'm a computer. <laughs> Stop all the downloading. And uh, Alex Patek. <laughs> Digitize me, y'all. We back in the computer. <laughs> it's going, going great so far. <laughs> Put me in a fucking zip file and send me the desktop. I'm on a computer. <laughs> Am I starving to death in the void? Because I'm a digital monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put me directly in slain. the trash. Mmm. Oh, Norton antivirus. Look out. Whoa. <laughs> That's me dodging Norton antivirus. Damn. All right. How so do you spell entrepreneur? I'm trying to do a pointed reply on a tweet. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's going to take so long to spell it. <sighs> e. <laughs> A sports. Oh, oh fuck both of you! <laughs> it's in the game. It's like something. The, the, Are you just trying to like prove that I can't spell it? Is that what this is about? No, I don't know how to spell it. Nobody knows you guys how to are spell challenging it. me. All right, here, it's E N T. Uh huh. R E U. No, I just need to nope. get close enough that my spell check. Okay, okay. P R N E U R. You guys got me close enough. Thank you. If, you. if you're saying it in a funny French accent, you got to say it with lots of U's. Okay, good to know. <laughs> I never thought of how funny that word is to hear in a French accent. <laughs> it's my secret weapon. 
because you gotta <laughs> drop so many sounds from it. <laughs> Dude, French as a language is like, if, what if you just left half of a word mm-hmm. on the page? You know? Yeah. I have something that would get me canceled to say about the French language. So oh, let's go move on. on. Go on then. Uh oh. I'm getting an email from Katie's lawyer here saying to move on with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, talk about anime, it's an anime podcast, and leave the French out of it. That's what it says. Katie, what is your opinion about the French language? It sounds... No, no. (laughs) Hold on, I'm getting another email here. It's saying, Jeremy is just looking for trouble. And uh, he he has no awareness of the severity of Katie's huge problematic statement here, and that a lot of our money depends on this, and we just have to move on. Wow, I have a. I'm actually getting a a, a, a press release right now from uh, Katie's publicist saying uh, that Jeremy's nothing but trouble. He's uh, uh, look into his history. I, I'm getting a. I I'm getting you... an email from Katie's grandma, and it's got. It <laughs> says uh, it's Hello, just a picture I'm of it. It just says <laughs> it has a picture of AOC, and she's like crying, and she's in a diaper, <laughs> and it just says, "I thought you'd like this." I don't know. Um, I, I don't really like it. I thought you two were my guardians, and it turns out you're tricksters. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Katie, this was a big episode for tricksters on Dragon Ball Z, wasn't it? Yeah, that is true. It is true, yeah. But not yet, right? Oh, you, but you're we the won't only speak one. Speak of it until later. You're the only one who can see what our time is. <laughs> oh, Jeremy, it's been thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Could you believe There's it? There's truly start, no way. Start recapping There's the show no now. way. <laughs> no, it's been we, what, like seven, I'm going to guess. Yeah, no, we, we're we not there yet. That was actually a surprisingly accurate guess. I can tell you, you look at a lot of the time when you record podcasts. That's what I'm picking up <laughs> on this. Damn, so uh, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody's quarantine going? Um, mine is going very well, except that I'm recording podcasts almost every night and it is driving my roommate insane Mm -hmm. (laughs) hearing half of a conversation five feet away from her every single evening for multiple hours. Your roommate. My roommate, similarly, very mad. (laughs) I call her my roommate because I am gay for my wife. (laughs) If only... You didn't live with your roommate, then you can walk between two apartments and break up the madness. <laughs> See, that sounds worse, though. That sounds worse. No, it's been great. I go. No, babe, you're my number one. <laughs> I'm recording the podcast, babe. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, Alex, I only have you... I have a bedroom and a living room, and there's nowhere to sit in yeah, the bedroom. Your, yeah. Your apartment is teeny tiny. It's too baby. small. Whereas my apartment, the problem with my apartment, you see, is we have what's called a snow piercer style apartment. <laughs> right. Nope, Where in order for a- my wife uh, to go to the bedroom to, you know, change into pajamas or something like that, uh, she has to walk through the podcasting room. Uh, so th- th- this has been uh, uh, stressful at the very least. <laughs> Don't you hate in New York when you're like just trying to move to a new area and the broker is showing you all these places and they're like, this this here's a Snowpiercer style apartment. Look out for the bugs. Uh, they feed the entire apartment. You cannot go to the front room there. That's where the conductor wages his evil his evil pursuits. Now, what you're going to want to understand, what you're going to want to understand is that the front room, now that is a metaphor for the ruling class, okay? This middle room, yeah. that's going to be your middle class, your, your kind of bourgeoisie, and uh, over here we have exposed brick. Yeah, exposed now, brick. Honey, well, this I, is, I this know is a that... metaphor apartment. <laughs> <laughs> honey, I know that we wanted something specific in mind, but you got you know, understand that the Snowpiercer-style apartment will be more affordable. And we'll get <laughs> it's so much more, more room, we'll just have to fight our way to the front every time we have takeout delivered. <laughs> Look, if you want to live in Williamsburg, it, it has to be a Snowpiercer. It's the only it's way the we can afford way, it. the yeah. Whereas if you, if <laughs> you the leave the city, if you leave the city, you're going to find it so easy to find Okja-style apartments. You're going to find yourself that... <laughs> 
a house of blue leaves. You can find yourself a house zoo even, but you know, you want to be in Williamsburg. This is what you're going to get. You're going to live in a snow piercer. See, what we have here is a house of leaves apartment. The basement literally has unlimited space. (laughs) It just keeps going down. And the farther down you go, the farther away from the world you get. Yeah. Uh... The mail is delivered upside down. I can't explain it, but, you know, they're working on it. I'm writing a movie about you buying this apartment as we speak. That's what people come here for is the intellectual humor. Yeah. I've read a we book. We bring to the table <laughs> fine works of literature. Like Oakja. Skewered. Oh, man. Okja's a thinking movie. I, it's fun. It was a good... I mean, well... It's, it is it, not. It's not Well, fun. half of it is fun. I guess the first half is I liked it. I guess is what I should say. The part where Jake Gyllenhaal does unspeakable things is not fun. Jake Gyllenhaal's in Okja. Dude, he's, he, who did you think that was? I didn't see Okja. Oh, it looks just like Joe Rumrill. So if you thought it was him, he actually saw Rumrill got ripped then. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, he just chooses to dress that way that people like in the, (laughs) in the long line of these, like, Hollywood uh, indignities that they make us go through where they just take a comedian that was once beloved and turn them into some sort of a military psycho. The The most heartbreaking one will be one day seeing hot Joe Rumrell. Hot Joe Rumrell. <laughs> and they make That's him right. get beefed up. <laughs> for the Marvel Universe. <laughs> for the Marvel they Universe. And then CIA later for a Navy hop. SEAL. <laughs> <laughs> Just Joe a bolt up Joe Rumbrook. <laughs> we have to get Thanos. He stole my Monsters Inc. sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> At the CIA black site, we tie you up with Nerd's Rope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Obscure references. Check. What else do we do on here? What else? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we beat dumb bitches too. That's the other thing. Yeah, we do. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we Uh-oh, can can't check that off. Bitches. <laughs> can't check that off yet. Haven't haven't drank that juice yet. <laughs> Is anybody watching? I finished new, all my rum. Anyone so. watching new anime? What's going on? Yeah. Um, I'm back on the My Hero train. Yeah. Beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. My Hero train. I got past the tournament arc. I also got to have a fun conversation with my uh, beloved explaining that if you watch a certain type of show, they all have a tournament arc and they're to be expected and not (laughs) stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Almost every situation, regardless of what it is, logically will have a point where everyone has to fight even if they're friends in some sort of grand competition. Of course. And that's just how fiction works. <laughs> that's just going back to Joseph Campbell, you know. We're talking about like <laughs> we're talking about the story circles tropes as old as time. The hero's journey. Save <laughs> the cat and arc. make it fight to the death in a tournament. Hosted by demons. <laughs> <laughs> the Joseph Campbell tournament arc is so, so funny. <laughs> Going back to dating back to the Bible, <laughs> when Jesus had to fight Paul. <laughs> Jesus finds his apostles. Jesus changes his apostles. Jesus is confronted. Jesus fights each of his friends assigned a different weapon <laughs> in an arena of his own design. <laughs> In what's known as the uh, Jesus Games. <laughs> Real missed opportunity for that one. Yeah, there's a tournament <laughs> arc in the Bible. Jesus is easily as powerful as Cell. Does he have like uh like that other trope of like uh um like gathering up foes as friends? Like does that happen to him? Yeah, oh. dude. Like who? What kind, I'm sorry. I thought we were Catholics this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you call the apostles who are all sinners? Well, that's what I want to know. Is like, were the apostles like foes that became friends? Uh, was Paul's name even originally Paul? Mm. No, it was Saul. It was Saul. And he was that's a correct. Yeah. man. That is true. Because he was Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> 
kind of. This is like an origin arc for Jews. It's like the Jews, the Jews are like a. <laughs> Keep going. Go on. You're go like, on. Go like on. This won't get first... us in trouble. <laughs> in the first season of Gundam, you are on the side of the Federation, and then in Z Gundam, you learn the Federation has complications. That's kind of like the Torah to the Bible. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 Yeah. I am not religious. Are you sure, Katie? I'm positive. What about in a foxhole? Nope. You ever been in a foxhole? Uh, is that a sex party? It's a part of it's a part of Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a great dark passenger for later, by the way. Oh, boy. Oh, that's a different show. <laughs> I, for one, will be subscribing to our Patreon yeah, to hear it. If you guys want to, if wait. you guys are curious about how this relates to foxholes and Animal Crossing, Hey, why don't you kick in five bucks a month? <laughs> wow, every Thursday will be a great time to hear these fantastic <laughs> articles written by fascists and confused people. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry. The thing, my, my brain's shooting off in all different directions because I'm not mm-hmm. being socialized properly. The reason I just casually said that out loud is because while you guys were making those Jesus jokes, I kept thinking about how every once in a while... I'll get, like, a follower or something who has a lot of stuff in common with me because they like anime or they are, you know, uh, in the DSA or something, but then they'll be, like, Christian, and I'd be like, you are, I'm not your audience, and they're very sweet people, and they're usually very nice, but on OkCupid, this one guy used to always try and ask me on a date over and over again, and he couldn't understand why, and it's like, you yeah, you have a bunch of Jesus stuff all over your profile. And he's like, I don't see how that would divide us. We have so much in common. I'm like, I don't think we do. <laughs> oh, Katie. Jesus became, <laughs> Jesus cock blocks us all, man. Don't, don't you see that, that Jesus is just, just trying to bring you together? That's what he does. No. Do you think there are... He's d- trying to connect singles. Do you think there are deeply <laughs> religious people who like hook up? You mean with their mouths? What? No, I they just mean like their I just mean like do they like hook up? Like do they like I think so. Cuz I know that like there th- when we were kids at least like there was a, was a a lot of like the the um like born again, you know, yeah. mega church sort of Christian that was around back then which I mean maybe is still around now but it's at least not as like top of mind anymore. But I feel like they I were really a... keen on like you never fuck unless you absolutely must. And I right. wonder it's if that's almost still like, a thing. Uh, it's almost like it's not their idea and it's written down and given to them. <laughs> and they just have to go with it. I don't think it's like a cute quirk a few of these people have. No, but well, then I guess no, I wonder like what like... are they doing on the fuck apps, you know? Well, famously, well, they have so like Christians have their own apps, and then uh, mm-hmm. like you get into sections with their own apps, but you're not allowed to fuck after a certain point of uh, faith faithfulness, right? Because it's forbidden unless it's for procreation. So I don't know. You do the freaky stuff where you do the workarounds where you're like In having the butt, sex with people's in... thighs, yeah, they're and like... elbows and shit. Yeah, or like those girls who do the butt because yeah, they think the, it preserves the, their virginity. The girls who do the butt. Yeah, they do the butt. Yeah. If you're if you're attracting me, you're just what? like not a good Christian. Like you should just <laughs> <laughs> Because okay, so in Katie's version of this, you're the you're the devil. <laughs> and mere interest in you shows a weakness that could be subverted I'm just saying. by the the foul creations below. If I'm giving you, if you're like, I want to make that woman my Christian wife, you've already fucked yeah, up. Yeah, Katie's just walking around with a fiddle all the First time. First mistake. First mm. mistake. Yep, just making deals, making blues singers famous. <laughs> I am a what Jew. What are you all doing... <laughs> What are y'all doing to pass the time? I, I noticed I sent you both an invite to learn Japanese, and it was starkly refused. Yeah, no, I'm not learning Japanese. Yeah, I'm not learning. No. I'm <laughs> I'm getting so good at it. Are you? I can ask where the toilet is. Okay. Are you moving to Japan? No. All right. Not that I know. I mean, I don't have any skills here, but I feel like I'd have even less there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like, I, I'd be open to learning a language, but I would want to learn one that's more practical, I think. Yeah. 
it's practicality first. I'm I'm my mind is twisted a little bit on do you think our fans will like or not like that you are learning Japanese? I think they'll think um, it's funny. <laughs> they'll probably think it's funny and also I had not even considered it until now with my end goal being to um be able to do other stuff while I watch subs. <laughs> <laughs> Because right now, if I'm like cooking or something, I I gotta yeah, pause, you gotta pause the subs. Yeah. <laughs> I can catch I can catch when they say words like die or faster, and that's about so it. Dasne. I retract my statement. So, this is oh. very practical. <laughs> that is actually yeah, I actually am now considering learning <laughs> Japanese. You know, with the quarantine, with the quarantine, some people are you're learning martial arts or training their bodies, and I am weebifying myself <laughs> to prepare for the confrontations. Wow, I've never had it so compellingly pitched to me. Yeah, I'll be straight on like using an iPad while I watch this shit. I can't wait. Damn. You're gonna be you're gonna be able to play auto chess while you watch. That's exactly what yeah, I was thinking. The, the That's Shinemon exactly show. what I was thinking. Wow. Although we are at a point where because of the quarantine, I have almost beaten auto chess. What I do have you mean, all of the achievements. Auto chess. I have all of the achievements and I'm almost the highest rank. I thought it was like a, I thought it was like an online game. You can't beat Respect online me. games. Respect my rank. I'm almost Lord of the White Spire. Oh a my god. A hustler leash. like you couldn't couldn't understand what that means what i hope i get to dance with mr patak at the debutante situational <laughs> you should be so <laughs> <laughs> and i'll, I'll invite you in japanese <laughs> wait you didn't say any japanese yet tell us yes, how do we do, do a japanese do a japanese no, I'm putting that on the back burner uh, until I learn more Japanese. Oh, you're gonna put it after... behind the paywall, is what you're saying? Yeah, you gotta you gotta pay me. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay me for me. To you want to hear Japanese. Alex speak perfect Japanese for just five dollars <laughs> a month? To say <laughs> for just five dollars a month see... every week, Alex will say a new sentence in Japanese. <laughs> if you want me to say something like "Jeremy is my big boy," <laughs> that's something I can say behind the paywall. <laughs> Beautiful. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to answer your question, uh, not a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing like weird cooking projects. Mm. You nasty Yeah, bitch. like I made my own locks last week. I'm like curing egg yolks right now to turn them into Ooh. like a sort of cheese. That's I'm trying cool. to make my own cheese. That's going to be the next thing I get into. I'm making cheese out of eggs? Yeah. You cure them with salt what and sugar, and it like takes all the water sounds, out of them, and it turns into like a hard cheese. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it's wild. I don't know if that sounds delicious. I can't even imagine what it would taste like. No, I'm into it. <laughs> I uh, you're, you're a fucking. All it takes is the idea of eggs, and I am in. <laughs> you know what 100%. it is? It's because I haven't had cheese in like three weeks, mm. and any form will be welcomed, even egg form. Yeah, cheese hard to come by these days, man. A lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of weird shit that you wouldn't expect to be gone. Like, you hear so much about the toilet paper. Didn't expect really hard to find yeast. Yeast no. is tough to come by right now. Did you? There's a real opportunity you, here. Did you check? <laughs> did you? Nope. What? what, what I'm not going to say it out of respect. <laughs> I'll leave it for a lady it to say. Oh, you should check my uh, my vagine for that <laughs> shit. That was the bit. <laughs> yeah, you saw. Katie tactically self-owned instead of dunking on you and your girl but uh i always i would rather cell phone i have nothing but respect for your wives listen we making bread here in the anime room okay we need that real ass yeast (laughs) (laughs) do you guys ever see that roast battle i think it might have been the donald trump one where andy samberg just roasts himself I don't know, but that's a regular roast. That's not a roast battle. Well, uh, yeah, okay, so it's a regular roast. It's the roast of either Justin Bieber or Donald Trump. Mm. And Andy Samberg just gets up there and just makes fun. It's the biggest cop-out I've ever yeah, seen on whack. TV. It made me so mad. I punched yeah. I punched a hole through a wall. 
That's why I don't do roasts because I know I'm pretty good at roasting people, but I can't really take it. And like, I just choose not to participate. But if you're going in, you got to go in. Like, don't do it if you if you can't take yeah. it. Yeah. And also, like, I was challenged <laughs> once by a young man at the creek. And then um, hurt his feelings so badly he never talked to me again. <laughs> <laughs> well, he challenged you, so exactly. Maybe I don't mean, challenge me to a say mean things competition if you're gonna get all precious about yeah. it. I did. God it, damn, I did it once where it didn't hurt my feelings, but that was because it was against Danny Phelps. That <laughs> 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 was just like you don't even know how to hurt my feelings. Dude, it's better with your friends. It's better with your friends. For when sure. they used to do the comedy fight club in that weird basement, I did. I know they still do it, and now it's like at the stand or whatever. But uh, I did the first one I did was against Joe Strix, and it was so much fun, and I loved it. And like we became much better friends afterwards. And then the following seven times I did it were all Matt Marin coming up to me and being like, Hey, uh, so we need to fill one more slot. Can you roast battle this person? And I'm like, I don't know that person. He's like, it's fine. And then I hurt them, and then we never speak again. And it just kept happening. (laughs) There's so many comics that I just can't talk to anymore because I said too mean of shit to them. Or or you say something mean about them, and then you like you have to go research them, and someone you don't know is like, well, it says here your uh, your brother has cancer, so. Writing down that your brother is cancer because of something you did, and <laughs> that's the first thing I'm going to say to you. It's and then I don't like, have anything else, so all the other stuff will be well, like. Well, but the process yeah. is so weird because you have to go to their friends. If you don't know them, you got to go to their friends and be like, "So what? Uh, give me some bullet points about this guy." And they're always weaknesses like weaknesses only. <laughs> weaknesses only. And their <laughs> friends are like all too keen to give you like the worst shit about them, and then like all they get for you is like. I can't tell you how many fucking roast battles I went to where somebody's just like, and you are riding Emily Lynn's coattails, and you're like, yeah, all right, well, not this is a business, it's an industry. I don't know what you want. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the thing is like, I think it's the best example of how local comedy really like has a weird perception issue because like roast battles only work when famous people are getting roasted because at the end of the day they're still famous yes like roasting open mic comedians is like kicking little crutches out of march of dime kids hands (laughs) it's like (laughs) what are you even what is the benefit here (laughs) and i also really sucks when you do someone you don't know and then they don't have any like thing particular about them and you just watch two people be like yeah, this guy. He's got a nose on this. Good luck in this industry being white. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is I saw is that so many times. Gay. <laughs> this lady <laughs> fucked everyone. <laughs> Look at his face, you can tell. <laughs> right. Look, he's gay, you can tell. <laughs> also, here's a guy from Long Island who's going to say the N-word even though he can't. Oh, that's the best part of Roast Battle, though. <laughs> like the local Roast Battle. think they get a pass for something? Yeah, reason? and you're oh, like, yeah. and, and again, can't stress enough, this is local comedy. <laughs> so it's like the stakes are couldn't be lower. There's nothing yeah. that you're going to gain from winning Comedy Fight Club or losing A it. lot of industry in the audience tonight. We have the guy who books the other Comedy Fight Club. <laughs> And some people showing up and, like, saying the N-word or that one guy, the old guy who, like, wore the Klan outfits. (laughs) Yeah, there was an old guy who wore a full Klan outfit one time. He really was, he thought he was really turning the world on its head on that one. (laughs) That one doesn't even match the format. That's what gets me. (laughs) (laughs) He just showed up in a Klan outfit and then, like, made some, like, really sobby Facebook post where he's like, I just... You know, as a comedian, you have to push boundaries. You take risks, yeah. <laughs> what we're saying is this was, was Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis came to Comedy Fight Club. <laughs> Did he think that was his, like, eight-mile mic drop? He's like, yeah, I'm a racist and what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what he does the fucking, got? he does the Eminem, like, <laughs> just <sighs> listing all the things up front. Yeah, I'm racist. Yeah. I am attracted to Asian women and call them Oriental. <laughs> what? How many how many people in the clan do you think are theater kids? Almost none. <laughs> none. <laughs> that love the they're just there for the dressing up. 
<laughs> like there's got to be like maybe not now, but maybe I think if you were born in certain areas of the South, you'd be like, here's the group I go to. And guess what? Big pointy hood. <laughs> I do think that I, about- mean, I could see like a kid being raised in like a white supremacist family and not knowing it's weird. And then like, you know, going to community center and f- finding theater. But I feel like they're going to leave the clan. Yeah. Mm hmm. Theater what is one of those things think that leads you, leads you the opposite direction, I think. It does. It leads you into song often. What I would say, though, is that I wouldn't be surprised if there were a lot of Nazis back in the back in the day. Well, I mean, who were not theater uh, kids, but were hot kids. Uh, I bet a lot of people uh, saw sure. the outfits for and they were sure. like, that is form fitting and it looks really cool. I well, bet wasn't like, I will look like, great. Hot chauvinism is a slippery slope. <laughs> wasn't Wagner like a big old Nazi? Well, they used all of his work. I don't know if he was. Like, if I, you lived in Germany and wanted to live, I you feel, were a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like Das Rheingold was like had anti-Semitic underpinnings, right? Am I crazy? Am I making this? This is up? the smartest episode we've ever this done. This is wild. <laughs> this is absolutely wild. I just I'm saw... i uh, now. I, We're at 32.30. Well, I did just so. see... Uh, speaking of the... like, I just saw a Reddit post that was like a picture of like young German kids in, in, in the 30s, and it was like, these were anti-Nazi leaflet people. And then the second line is like, she was beheaded. He was also beheaded. And you're like... Oh my god! That's how yeah, they dude, were you killing gotta love people. Leaflets, you gotta be able to go down leaflet style, <laughs> <laughs> like the least provocative form of uh, like they weren't even giving speeches; they were handing out papers, and they got yeah. beheaded. Not even like shot in a firing line or, or hung. Cut my head off! I have a sticker of Donald Trump with an X through it. <laughs> You want it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Is it Dragon time? Ball time? Zutalore to all my French honeys. It's me, Rosalino. Number one, man with the beard, beard with the man. You know what it is. I'm here about the Ballin' Out Super Podcast, number one in the books. When I'm not making shows on Vice, I'm putting it on ice. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. Bit of that flavor. Ha! They got a Patreon behind the paywall. Five dollars. Behind the paywall. Lock it up. Let it sizzle like a steak. That's the way we do it. Flavor Town. The title of this episode is Yamcha's Struggle, the Terrible Cybermen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I saw the title of this and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> already, already yeah. getting real. And they're already putting a spin on how we're supposed to feel about these Cybermen. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, I was like clicking to, to start the episode today and I just saw the Yamcha start. I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> well, that's no fun. Shit. <laughs> I, was, I, I think this one must have been like two or three episodes pushed together. I think yeah. it was. And also, once again, the editing was a little funky in this because they have a bunch of lines in here that probably made sense when this episode happened, like in this, like after 30 episodes after Raditz died, right. not when it was like four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're just reminding you about Raditz, you mean? You're like, you remember Raditz? That guy we killed? <laughs> yeah, like like an hour ago? Yes. <laughs> Him? Uh, so anyway. The, with the garter? <laughs> uh, we open up, and uh, if, uh, last episode, uh, Nappa and, and Prince Vegeta have finally landed on Earth. and so They, they crashed through a building. Yeah, they did a 9-11, and they're just standing there admiring their handiwork. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, they're look. They're looking at the Earthlings. Who are they? What are they? We don't know who they are. These strange is, men from space. They look like men, so you they think just look that like would, dudes? Yeah, they'd be like, oh, men from space. And they're but and a lot they're, of gawking. Their tails are wrapped around like belts, and so that's not even something that you can pick out as like, oh, that's not a regular dude, right? Because it has a tail. No, this one has just has a weird belt. <laughs> 
Yeah, and Ooh, I. Ooh, what's with that? Why is one so big and the other so small? Well, I think Nappa and Vegeta's relationship is a really good commentary on the two different kinds of vacationers. You got your okay. Prince Vegeta okay. vacationers, who they want to—they don't care about local oppression or anything. They want to stay at a fancy resort and just stay there. You know what I mean? They want the help. They don't care about cultural experiences. They just want luxury and instant entertainment. And then you have your Nappas who want to get to know the locals. (laughs) (laughs) Nappa uh, very excitedly says, what's up to Earth by blasting them to death? And in a flash of light, he kills everybody. An entire city. He blows up the whole city. Wow. This is something that you really don't see very much later in the series, I feel. Like, they kind of get rid of this style of scene where, like, somebody just is like, Oh, let's have a little fun. Murder a million people. (laughs) The stakes of it are kind of gone. It's a a tall neighborhood they're in. There's a lot of people there. Is that true, though? I really think they do that with every villain. Cell kills a ton of people. At least not in Super. The androids kill a ton of people. In Super, they don't. But Super is um, a bad show. (laughs) (laughs) I think for Dragon Ball Z, because even Boo turn eat, turn you into candy. Right. Yes. He Boo turn you into candy, eat you as a little candy, the one fate worse than death. Well, Cell, I remember doing a, a lot candy. of like stalking around. Like he he no he sucked him dry. He sucks him dry. Nobody like nukes a city ever again. Mm, okay. All right. I'll I'll allow it. So I'll allow uh, it, Governor. The genocide happens, and it's such a radical shift in Mother Gaia's energy stream that everyone feels it. <laughs> Tien goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> Krillin's like, whoa. Yamcha's like, oh, man, I got a heart, heart on right now. <laughs> now I'm picturing like a fucking, like a ponytail, like San Francisco, middle-aged, like <laughs> bougie, like former hippie guy. <laughs> When, like, the BP oil spill happens, just being, like... Just clutching his NPR tote bag going, no! What was that? (laughs) Gadzooks, the Pacific. (laughs) All the penguins are getting covered in soup. Oh, jeez. There's dust and smoke everywhere. Napa has a little laugh, and Vegeta goes... I love this part. Yeah, where he goes... Listen, Napa, we can't just blow craters all over this earth. We're trying to sell it. <laughs> yeah. The, the specific line he says is like something along the lines of like, we were looking for the Dragon Balls and information and we're going to sell this planet, but now we can't because you had to say hello, <laughs> which is so shitty <laughs> off the bat. You know all about their relationship. You're like, oh, this guy's the size of the big guy's thigh, but he's the queen. <laughs> Dude, I love shitty pain in the ass Vegeta. And I love that he's still tiny. He gets kind of bigger so over time. Yeah. I love it. I love a he's short still growing. <laughs> he's so petty. He's such a little bitch. I, f- I mwah, love yeah. it. He's roughly three feet tall in these episodes. <laughs> I just want to put him in my pocket while he angrily blasts me. <laughs> he could do so many. What a stupid little uh, pocket. You think you can confine me in a Fenty bag? You know, everybody (laughs) thinks they want pockets on dresses until they put something in the pocket. Yeah, and then you look like (laughs) shit. (laughs) Maybe don't complain about pockets so much, ladies. Listen, when not a single item of clothing you own is designed with realistic pockets, you'll understand the joy of having a real pocket on something. Tell it to the hand, Katie. Tell it to the hand. Jeremy you used to wear girl jeans in high school. You remember those aren't real pockets. I know they're very tiny pockets. You can't put anything in those. They're purely decorative. The doxing happening on this episode. It's not doxing. It's out of control. Here's Jeremy's address. He used to wear girl pants. (laughs) So anyway, they're like, also, we need the Dragon Balls, and we have to go find those fuckers who killed Raditz. So Nappa turns on his uh, grinder, and he's like, there's a bunch of readings over 1,000 here. And Vegeta lays out, 
Yes, Nappa, it's prison rules. We'll find the one with the highest power level and go after him. <laughs> and then uh, Nappa and Vegeta fly off. Meanwhile, on Roshi Island, Bulma Poir, the turtle oolong, uh, watch the news, and guess what? It's bad! It's bad news! Bad it's news. It's just like every time you turn on the news now. Yes. Right. <laughs> it's similar to that in many <laughs> ways. <laughs> Actually, the people in Dragon Ball are allowed to leave the house. So <laughs> They just have Chris um, Cuomo <laughs> just <laughs> interviewing Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know I uh, I really wanted Capsule Corp to move in, open an office here in Satan City, okay? And if you just let me do that, maybe the Cybermen wouldn't have taken over. But here we are. Italian Vegito. <laughs> um, I also feel like if our media is covering this, they're going to put some positive spin on the Saiyans. They're yeah. going to give the Saiyans their day in court because they're powerful, wealthy people. These Saiyans stand up to the opinionated farmers. <laughs> Some shit like that. We get a good heaping helping of Vegeta's attitude this episode, too. Um, he says something along the lines of uh, uh, people can't take his edgy sense of humor. I, <laughs> I don't think that happens yet, but it's like that is your whole character right away. I'm the yeah. Saiyan rattlesnake. <laughs> I'm Just, the only Saiyan who triggers his enemies. <laughs> the uh, the only thing that's important about the Roshi Island is Puar's like, we have to go help Yamcha. He needs my help. And Bulma's like, we're too weak. And um, they don't establish this. They just show it at the end, but it turns out they are somehow watching this fight on TV. Oh, they're yeah. watching it on TV. But they edit out how they were able to see it in Kai. No. So, like, it's a little... We I see a brief glimpse of the news crew when? on the plateau. I Okay, so full disclosure, the uh, Adult Swim, for whatever reason, was freaking out on my laptop, so I had to watch this in four chunks of me refreshing and then on a cell phone. So <laughs> yes, Katie. It's definitely not... Get them, Katie. It's not well established. I'll give you that. Yeah. It's definitely not, like, it's all, clear. It's, a, a discerning eye can notice the news crew, but really, shout out to the news crew. What a perilous situation to just be getting B-roll in. Yeah, that's some <laughs> Vice-ass shit to be doing. They're yeah. ready to die. <laughs> Dude, how has Vice crews not been beheaded more? Like, honestly. Because it's always... I don't know if you've ever watched any of those, but they're the dumbest men yeah. I've ever seen in my life. They're like, yeah, man, we're just partying here with the cartel. Like, it ain't no thing. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah, it's always like crazy. one or the other where it's either like they're sailing out to see the Pacific trash island and then they get out there and they're like, oh, shit, man, it's not really an island. And then there's like the ones that are just like, I'm in Syria, fucking mooning rebels. <laughs> 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 I'm here with Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, <laughs> the man of a thousand scalped scrotums. Abu Bakr, <laughs> what's your favorite kind of hottie? You're like joking, but like I've seen basically that. It's like, my name's Skylar, and I'm here in the caves. <laughs> they said, okay, they it looks like they're getting kind of mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he said, yeah, I've been just trying to host his cooking show being like there is no food here <laughs> I'm here to find <laughs> the best sandwiches <laughs> make you lose your mind Yemen I'll be munching <laughs> girls be crunching the way they see me out on these dunes got that green lad <laughs> oh shit nobody's got food here <laughs> All right, I'm out. When you see the drones, you got a duck. <laughs> so Just anyway. like the streets, man. <laughs> Just like the streets. Nappa and Vegeta fly and marvel at how the gravity is so weak on Earth. Uh, and Yamcha and Krillin can sense them coming. And Tien tells Chatsu the duck and cover. And he's like, no, I want to die. So they all know that they're heading towards Piccolo and Gohan. Uh, Piccolo senses people approaching and he's like there's more than the two and it's like krillin got you bitch psyched and you know they edited out the part where uh piccolo just punches him in the nuts and says don't sneak up on me <laughs> was that in there no oh okay the, the, i mean this whole part really gives you a sense of oh so the the human warriors really have been training enough that they surprised piccolo even noble piccolo who immediately starts kind of cutting them down <laughs> 
saying they should leave, <laughs> that they're not going to help, that he's going to fight the Saiyans alone with a four-year-old boy. <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah. Just no self-preservation instincts on this guy at all. And once again, the writing reminds us that in the original series, this was like 500 episodes in. So he's like, oh, yeah, that baby is Goku's child. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. And I'm Piccolo. And that's Yamcha. It's it's funny how often people in the show have this same exact sentiment where they're like you're just gonna get in the way but then never once on the show do they show somebody getting in the way they never never get in the way and at this point katie you're right it's like 500 episodes in they've been through a lot of fights you'd think by now they'd be like oh yeah no it's pretty much always better to have more people there's never gonna be a bad therapist (laughs) i'm talking to my therapist about accepting help and it's been around 500 episodes. I'm not quite there yet. I might have to be murdered by a cabbage man. <laughs> That's what's up next, right? Getting the randomly sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had to take off my leggings because they're fucking sweating my balls off. Okay. Oh, my uh, God. The listener's going wild right now. <laughs> it's, not, it's not sexual. I'm wearing boxers. Uh, <laughs> I don't, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> they have no, they can't see <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I took my leggings off. I have a full suit of armor yeah. on underneath. Enough no, no, I did in that order. Judah and Nappa are here, and they're like, "Look at these broke ass hoes." Oh fuck, it's on a gong place while everyone stares at each other. Piccolo's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And Vegeta's like, "That voice, you killed Raditz." Yes, that's right. Our scouters are also communicators. Also, are you a Numekian? <laughs> Also, I think we have the same voice actor. <laughs> is that what I'm thinking of? That we kind of have like, like the same voice? I just love how yeah. much time is devoted to this. And even in Kai, well, you're you're able to make edits. You're able to just like cut out bullshit that's not going to be important. This is but never yeah, going to come up again. <laughs> this is so funny where Vegeta's like, yeah, you're a Namekian. You're from space. Did you know that? You have magic powers. And Piccolo's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I love the way Vegeta describes the powers. Yeah. I took the... <laughs> I took Numekian studies in community college. <laughs> They're a wonderful but oppressed community, and we have a lot to learn from Very them. Very musical people. <laughs> <laughs> they just have rhythm. They're all named after how, but instruments they like drum and piccolo. literally like thank you for teaching me about my ancestors i'm like don't thank him oh but the way that (laughs) they do tricks like a magician that's the best part is that they just got done blowing up a whole city with two fingers with like a giant from the ground beam and he's just like they have the ability to do tricks like a magician <laughs> no, not what the normal trick do? that we do. They do stuff like make balls. I don't get it. Vegeta- they have a clothes beam. They have a clothes beam. That's <laughs> that is true. weird. It's like a magician or a spider. Dude, I wonder if you could uh- <laughs> wish on Gohan's clothes. Ooh, if you collect all of the clothes. Yeah, like maybe like it's probably not as strong as the Dragon Balls, but maybe they have that yeah, property you can, like- still. <laughs> You can, like, wish for lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, something yeah. really small. Like, a bag of chips. <laughs> Not even a full lunch. <laughs> um, Vegeta urges Nappa to take off his scouter, because, like, these pet guys can change their power levels at will. And that's why Raditz is dead. Hey, Our Nappa. Our best fucking friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nappa, you still got those Cybermen on deck, right? And Nappa goes, ha you twisted fuck. Nappa... <laughs> Plants some seeds in the ground and pours a goo on them, and out come Cybermen, little green alien men that look like they have Brussels sprouts. They're for disgusting. Are they? Bu- are they look like they have full cabbages for heads. Yes, and even Krillin goes, "They're gross," and I'm like, "Agreed, Agreed man. Love, what the fuck? Love, love, love the Cybermen voices, though. Oh yeah, because they don't put like a like a twist on them or anything. So they're just like little." mischievous dudes 
<laughs> just hop around and go like, <laughs> yeah, they remind me of uh, the Putty Patrol from Power Rangers. Yes, very similar to the Putty Patrol, actually. <laughs> and the first thing they do, they don't fight anybody. They just go around breaking rocks for like a full three minutes. <laughs> I'm just jumping around going, ha, yeah. and smashing stuff. Yeah, they literally don't attack. They just like show that they can do some stuff. And yeah. Then, uh, Hope Gohan nothing valuable was in this rock. Gets uh, <laughs> uh, overwhelmed. Uh, oh, fuck, Cybermen are here. They're all over the place. And he gets knocked over in slow motion. Uh, and Piccolo's like, get it, to- get it the fuck together. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... Get your head he- in the game. Get EA Sports, Gohan. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, then Tian and Chatsu have joined your party. Boop, 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 boop. And uh, they're here, too. And right, everybody's here. Tian's like, I was under the impression there were only two guys. And the, uh, Krillin's like, a lot's happened. <laughs> right. And, uh, Six of them are cabbages. And they- also, <laughs> Yamcha's here, too. If you brought any rocks, put, put them back somewhere else, because they're going to break them. <laughs> They love breaking rocks. That's all we know about them so far. <laughs> Vegeta is like, oh, word, six boys, six Cybermen. That's pretty cool. How about Looks a game? like we could do full court battling. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> we'll be skins. <laughs> Piccolo's like, fuck your game. I'll take you all at once. And Krillin's like, we need to waste time until Goku gets here. And uh, right. he does say that out loud, which is like, aren't you afraid they'll hear that and then <laughs> get you? <ya?" laughs> I don't know. Tien's in. And then it's Tien versus a Cyberman. And he runs and yells. And a Cyberman opens his head and shoots some acidic semen Ugh, out. Of right. Gross. He busts a whole head nut. <laughs> it's so gross. And it, it almost hits a boy. It almost hits he a boy. He fires off a dangerous roper. It was, I mean, <laughs> I'm not even over-exaggerating. His head splits open in like white milky Yeah, no, there's no other way, way to see this. Comes. And, uh, but Tien does not take kindly to getting uh, fucking Silence of the Lambed in the middle of the day. <laughs> so he elbows him in the gut and I guess he passes out in Chatsu cheers and Gohan goes, Awesome! And, I was uh, surprised that he beat him in one fell swoop. You know, it's the last time he ever gets to be useful. So give the guy a a win, right? Give him a I kind of. I feel like that's a missed opportunity because he's pretty cool. I know he didn't he's do great pants. He didn't do his eye beam. Even he just did some karate. I think he might do more fighting still. I don't know. He does. Yeah, he's got a few more things to do. And he's a uh, great guy. I wish <laughs> the best for him. Yeah, me too. You know, I love that he's running a home for small, bald guys to do uh, <laughs> kung fu. Uh, uh, Nappa can't believe it. He can't believe it because the Cybermen, as you know, are all 1,200 power level. Yeah, again, going to be very important, right. these numbers that you're putting and very Vegeta, distinctly in there. Write these down. <laughs> these will be on the test. More powerful than if a Cyberman is 1,200 and more powerful than a Raditz. <laughs> then how powerful was it's just so funny because like i noticed it in this episode when uh earlier at roshi's house when he's like well the the power levels are so much higher than ours we shouldn't uh bother and i was like y- you know you could just say they're much stronger than us and then in this case like the 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 lines could be like the cybermen are very strong <laughs> no no <laughs> nothing power changes levels. about this I like knowing them. They're they're handy. They're they're handy to know. Vegeta goes, ha ha, spoken like a true desk jockey. Let a man handle this, and he zaps the Cyberman to death. Yeah, he blasts his own man. I and could then, not get over, by the way, just the fact that. Uh, so they're just shitting on Raditz this entire episode, and then you find out the Cybermen are as powerful as Raditz. <laughs> How much did it suck to be Raditz hanging out with these guys? (laughs) (laughs) They literally have like beans that turn into people stronger than you. (laughs) He's doing all their laundry. Like Raditz was kind of hot, right? So like he probably, when it was just him on his own, 
he thought he was top shit, and no one ever made fun of him before. So when he first met Vegeta and Nappa, like extra burned because he never had anyone say anything mean to him, and he thought right. he was safe when he challenged Vegeta to the roast battle at the Creepy yeah. Cave. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I was say, it's like strong <laughs> opener feature headliner energy going on in that crew. <laughs> <laughs> Where like the opener thinks he's like top shit and he's like going around just like, yeah, man, I fucking hosted for Napa and Vegeta when they came through Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Vegeta's funny, but Napa killed the whole crowd. <laughs> you know, they say Napa best position in showbiz, you know? <laughs> He gets to have that 20 minutes. No, you know, no strong uh, uh, expectations on him. You know, nobody came no to see Nappa. He just gets to kill. You can't disappoint. You can only impress. <laughs> That's what Nappa does. <laughs> so uh, Krillin wants in, but then Yamcha goes, wait, let me go. No one comes to Earth and mess with these babes on my watch. Let's get it on. And we all go, Yamcha. No. no. Yamcha, no. You're so beautiful. To the point that even Goku on Snake Way goes, I have a bad feeling. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. I just got some fucked up vibes. Yamcha runs, and uh, all of a sudden, him and the Cyberman vanish, or that's what Gohan thinks. And Piccolo's like, have you not listened to a thing I said? They're just going really, really fast. <laughs> and he's like, see with my body not my eyes and he's like haven't you been listening to anything fuck (laughs) i do like i mean this is the thing i remember when i was little watching where they explain there's like a longer episode where they explain how to watch them where you like let your eyes go like limp relaxed and they just pick up on high power warriors (laughs) and i will be damned if i did not give that a try (laughs) all live long day just trying to see secret warriors. Yeah. <laughs> There's just been a war on around us. From me. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they finally get it, they they do these static shots of just Goku <laughs> doing like goofy eyes <laughs> or, or Gohan. <laughs> just like look all the way to the left, look up, look down, <laughs> look right. So uh, then he sees them. Great. And uh, Yamcha punches a Cyberman, but the Cyberman Judo throws him into the sun. And then Yamcha does a beam and blasts him into the dirt and it's like yay you got him everyone cheers at Roshi's house and Nappa's like oh word and Yamcha's like I kicked his ass I kicked his ass so good that I will save my friends the trouble and kick everybody's <laughs> ass and Vegeta's like <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh, that's when a Cyberman grabs onto Yamcha bear hug style and laughs into his face hole. And then the Curb Your Enthusiasm it. song plays. Right. And he <laughs> right. blown the fuck up. And that famous Yamcha lying in a crater moment happens, which um, honestly, I gotta say, is a lot less impactful when the show's edited this yeah. way. But it's still great to see it. It's still good. They're just fast forwarding so we can get those sweet Goku <laughs> moments. Yeah. Also, when the Cybermen explode, it is never handled in this fashion again on the show where you still see it's like ankle after it dies. <laughs> <laughs> Little chunk of Cyberman. Well, the, when yeah, Vegeta blew blows the up the one of them for like failing, you see it's like eye shoot out and like, it's just like gruesomely blown to bits. Cool shit. More of that, It's really please. dark yeah, Of course, they cool. go in the other direction, but... <laughs> The animation when he blows up is really cool too, where it like cuts everyone's faces in like white and red, and um, I love that classic yeah. shit. And then yeah, and then Puar is crying and banging on the TV while Bulma holds back tears, and I will say that that moved me emotionally. Yeah. Right. Maybe I have been inside for three weeks. No, dude, I've like, brought this up before. Puar, We've no. talked about this on this show before. That this episode is yeah. like when talking about how yeah. low the stakes are later in the series. Like this is so impactful because you see people who love Yamcha cry about it and then you really never get that again. (laughs) Nobody ever gives a shit ever again. It also, it's like the only time you see Vegeta being, you know, a fucking warlord maniac (laughs) (laughs) that he is and they just retcon later. He's just there to see the wailing and lamentations of their women. (laughs) Yeah. 
But yeah, little Poir banging on that glass and crying. You know he's so resentful of Bulma after that. He's like, you drove him away, you <laughs> witch. You couldn't just compliment him once. Just once. You know he liked to roam. Why did you tie him down? You drove him away. You drove him away from all of us. He hated baseball. He was just doing it because he knew you didn't like him. And now he'll never get those years back. Well, Krillin's mad that Yamcha's dead. And he's like, now it is my turn to make you pay. And then the narrator goes, Krillin sure is mad. Tune in next week. Dragon Ball wow. Z. LOL. Krillin mad. <laughs> Hose mad. <laughs> Will they die? Tune in next episode. All right. Well, let's uh, wow. let's rate the episode. Do an email and get out of here. Okay. Get out of here. Get out of here. Back I, to our regular lives. Just stay here. <laughs> Well, to close this window and then watch Gundam <laughs> and then open it again. Can someone send me yeah, those? Because it, it was very difficult last week. Uh, all right, out of seven Dragon Balls, Alex. Wow, good episode. I give it five out of seven Dragon Balls. I liked that they battled the Cybermen, who were a new and intimidating force in the field, and getting to see more of Nappa and Vegeta's inner dynamic, a rich text to explore moving forward. Pretty good, Dragon Ball. I give you five out of seven. Katie? I will also give it five out of seven. We got the Vegeta and Apple, which I like, Cybermen fighting, all the Z-Boys. But yeah, I didn't like how it, uh, Yamcha's death didn't feel as impactful as I feel like it should have. And um, justice for Yamcha. Yeah. Justice. I- Say his name. <laughs> Yamcha Berg. Yamcha. <laughs> I, I got to give this six out of seven. I think this is like, I mean, this is primo DBZ shit. This is like one of those ones that like, I mean, it's got so many iconic things in it. It's like one of the ones that you saw a million times that's just like burnt into your brain as like the quintessential Dragon Ball Z shit. I think the only thing, yeah, that I'm going to take points off for is that they kind of fucked up Yamcha dying. The pacing of it felt a little weird. Right. And the new edit, because we know it was such a glorious time before. (laughs) But also that fight sucks compared to the Goku fight. So more Goku fight faster. That's true. Yeah, I mean, the fight's going to get a lot better going forward. But I mean, like, you know, you got some classic shit here. Oh, and then the other thing that I got to dock points for is that bullshit-ass shot of Vegeta and Nappa. Oh, yeah, where Nappa looks all (laughs) fucked up. It looks like it was done by, like, a child while they went on break or something. It looks like (laughs) such shit. I can't believe that was on television. What's funny, though, is that, like... (laughs) We posted it on the Twitter, if you want to see. Like, Vegeta's legs are super limp and noodly. If you want to know how crazy this shot is... Jeremy and I separately <laughs> screenshotted it and sent it to each other un- un- with like without communicating. <laughs> but what's crazy is that like compared to the shitty drawings in Dragon Ball Super, like they're pretty much on model here. <laughs> like, it's not it, it, they at least look like themselves. <laughs> yeah. But damn, it sucks. Yeah, it's really funny though. <laughs> um all right. Email. email time. It's time for Dragon Mail. Give me some of that Dragon Mail. This email is from Daniel Hope. I have high hopes for a living. <laughs> I have high hopes regardless. <laughs> hey, gang. Thank you for everything you do and the space you create weekly. <laughs> Uphold weeb spaces. Things are falling apart all over the place, and while it's kicking up my depression for the first time in a while, you all are a highlight of the week and make things feel a little more sane for an hour or so while I listen. I've also been watching a lot of anime because, hey, free time. So, so far, I've rewatched a lot of My Hero Academia and also a show called Parasite for the first time. 
I fell in love with Parasite and thought it was pretty sad and beautiful in a way I'm not sure I've seen in any other anime. I was wondering if any of you had seen it and could offer any recommendations that might have a similar vibe. I'm trying to find some things that are sad, but not over-the-top bleak and depressing. Wishing you all the best, and thanks again. Well... I only know how to go one way with the professing, so. <laughs> but uh, if you like Parasite, you should uh, watch the rest of Paranoia Agent, which we did the first episode of uh, when we were doing pilots, but that show's really good. And you should watch Serial Experiments Lane if you haven't seen that before. Those are my suggestions. I really liked Parasite the Maxim, but is it too early to say the central metaphor didn't hold up? <laughs> what was the Maxim? <laughs> Um, also if you haven't seen the show it's pretty fun because the parasite is a metaphor for climate change or something (laughs) I don't know I watched it like five years ago (laughs) it's like Avatar but for anime (laughs) also if you like parasite um, there hasn't they made uh, Uzumaki anime but it's not very good but you should read uh, you know some Tomine stuff. I am uh, going to recommend as I do every week. Oda Cinnamon <laughs> Shibuna- <laughs> Nobunaga, <laughs> the anime about a dog. <laughs> it had the last episode this week, and it is the greatest thing I have ever wow. seen in my life. Yeah, I, d- I haven't seen Parasite, uh, but if Katie is recommending it as similar to Serial Experiments Lane. I would highly co-sign Serial Experiments Lane. It's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it's, it's spooky, spooky and sad. And sad. So I'm, I'm giving spooky sad recommendations. <laughs> spooky and sad. Uh, yeah, like me. Fire Force was good. <laughs> Alright, plugs. Alex. <laughs> Boy, what do you got going on? on? Tell us about Cherry Tree Bar. <laughs> okay. Follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. There should be some big, juicy stuff coming up on there kind of soon, not to tip my hand. And um, also, write Katie a letter about BDSM. We mentioned that last week, no and no one's it. done it yet. We simply must read these Katie BDSM letters for you Katie's fucking- new sex letter segment we'll be doing. <laughs> It doesn't have to be about... B- you can write me about BDSM, um, relationship questions, just anything that you want to ask Katie specifically for help. We, you, you can make a throwaway email if you're afraid that we're going to like know you or right, something. Right, make an alias. Um, we went over extensively the format for these emails last <laughs> week, so go ahead and listen to that. Get all of that right, and that's going to be my oh, wait. What if we did a and what if we do a segment where you either have a question for Katie or you have a question for the two of us, and it's called Wife Guy Knife Guy? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I can get behind that. You have a real producer's mind. Yeah, I like it. Wife Guy Knife Guy. Katie, what do you got? <laughs> You can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please submit a question to Wife Guy or Night Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Stink. <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder and check out Generation Loss, my podcast about movies. We just had Alex on to talk about the Italian film Bicycle Thieves. Big Papa! If you want to hear two people have a very serious conversation about film and then two other people just do an Italian guy voice for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I would have joined. It's so much fun. Bruno really missed out. These people, my dog, get out of the bike shop. <laughs> I I got in such trouble in art school because we had to watch that in a, a class and discuss it, and I just kept going, Mama Mia, Papa, Papa. They're like, they made me go sit in the hallway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there. all right. Well, that's it for this week. Join <laughs> us next week. Super. Super. Super.